You're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. In my neighborhood growing up, you either became a cop, a priest, or a wise guy. Well, there was no way I was going to lock up my friends, and I sure as hell wasn't a saint. So that left me with only one choice. Decorated Air Theater presents This Thing of Ours, a story of life in the mafia. Written and produced by Scott Spaulding and starring Joe Rodriguez as Carmine Santarelli. Nicky Roselli, the old man, the boss of bosses for the Colombo family. Nicky took over as boss in 1971 after the family's namesake Joe Colombo was gunned down at his Italian-American unity rally. You see, Joe started this civil rights movement of sorts to help clean up the image of the Italian-American. He wanted everyone to know that just because your last name ends in a vowel, that didn't automatically make you a gangster. At first, the other bosses just thought he was crazy and that it was nothing but a small community activist group. But this thing blew up and took off nationally, and soon the bosses were telling him to knock it off. It was too much attention and bad for business, but Joe's ego had gotten out of hand and he refused to listen. So during one of his rallies in New York City, the bosses made sure he got their message loud and clear by putting an end to the movement and Joe himself. After that fiasco, the bosses wanted someone who wasn't looking to make so much noise. Someone who would lay low and stay in the background. Nicky Roselli was their guy. Born in Sicily in 1915 and raised in Brooklyn, Nicky did things the way they were done in the old country. He knew not to give law enforcement any extra incentive to go after him or the family. Make money, not headlines. Nicky named Frankie as his underboss, and things have been relatively quiet ever since. Now, Nicky has known Frankie since he was in diapers. Nicky grew up with Frankie's father, Tommy the Blade Gallo, and both came into the life together. They were so close, Nicky became Frankie's godfather. So when Tommy was gunned down when Frankie was 15, Nicky took him in as his own son and brought him up into life. This is why I'm a little nervous going into this thing right here. Even though I know I'm in the right, it could go either way. But no matter what decision comes down, I gotta live with it. Because in this thing, you gotta understand, the boss is the boss is the boss. Gentlemen, sorry I'm late. I didn't mean to have you guys waiting here for me. But things out of my control came up, so I apologize. Hey, don't worry about it, no problem. We just appreciate you taking the time to discuss this matter. Where's Frankie? I don't know. It's just been me and Carmine here. I figured he'd be with you. No, I called him earlier to let him know he'd have to meet me here. I swear this kid, he's on his own planet sometimes, you know. That's all right. I'm sure he'll be here any minute. No worries. No worries for you, Stevie. But I can't have this. It's like he's a teenager again. He don't listen to me. And he thinks he knows everything. But anyways, Carmine, I've been hearing good things about you from Stevie. He says you got a good level head and a good nose for business. Oh, yeah? Well, I I learned from the best. Stevie's been nothing but good to me. That's good. I'd like to hear that from my men. Just keep listening to Stevie and keep doing what you're doing. Sorry, fellas. I lost track of time. Lost track of time? 
Are you kidding me, Frankie? It's like ten after. You guys haven't been here long, right? Frankie, when I tell you to be someplace, you'll be there at the time I tell you to be. Understand? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Do you, Frankie? Do you? Because the way things have been going lately, I don't think you get it at all. You don't know how many times I had to go to bat for you after the crap you pulled at the big meeting. The bosses are still heated about that. I don't know what goes on in that head of yours these days. I really don't. You're walking on very thin ice these days, Frankie. And not just with the other bosses, capiche? Yeah, yeah, really, Nicky. I know. I get it. I really do. I appreciate it. I really do. And this is the respect I get for your appreciation? I completely apologize, Nicky. It won't happen again. You have my word. All right. Enough of that. Now, let's get to the matter at hand. Stevie's told me that you were approached by some men at the 44 Franklin Street stop, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And your men were told by them that this wasn't their stop no more, correct? Yeah, that's what happened. Now, in order for something like this to happen, these orders would have to come directly from me, period. And for the record right now, I did not order them. So, we got a problem here... Carmine, you approached these gentlemen and they said they were told by Frankie to do this? Yeah, that's right. Is this true, Frankie? You see, this was just a big misunderstanding. Frankie, did you order these guys to do this? Yeah, but I didn't know it was Carmine's stop. Thought it was some cowboy wanting to cut into our business. I've had that stop for five years now, Frankie. Hold on, Carmine, you'll get your chance to speak. Frankie... Now, who gave you the authority to go ahead and do this? No one. You're still recovering, and I didn't want to bother you with the issue, so I took it upon myself to do this. I didn't want to add no more stress to your recovery, so I figured I would take care of it myself. Stress? You were worried about stress? What do you think I got now? I got the boys down my neck to do something. I got the guys in my own family down my neck to do something. This thing has caused me nothing but stress. I'm sorry, Nikki. I didn't mean to make such a mess. I figured with you being out, I'd step in and really take charge of things, you know? Yeah, that's good. But you gotta use better judgment. When I'm out and you're in charge, I just need you to watch over things. If an issue like this comes up, you still gotta check in with me first before you do anything, understand? Yeah, sure. It's uh, like it's like when Billy Martin gets tossed from a game, which happens a lot these days. The guy who takes over just watches the ship until he gets back. He doesn't go into the clubhouse and get on the phone and start wheeling and dealing with other teams now, right? No, right. Of course. So that's what I need you to do. Just watch the ship, understand? Yeah, I understand. I got it. So as of right now, this issue is resolved. Carmine, they had no right to come down and claim that stop from you. You'll retain property rights for 44 Franklin Street. Thank you, Nikki. And Frankie, tell your guys to stay away from there, all right? Of course. You got it. Good. Now, are there any other issues with this matter, or are we all clear now? I think that about covers it. Yeah, I'm good. Nothing else here? All right. Good. Thank you, gentlemen, for coming together and working this thing out. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have other matters to attend to now across town. Have a good night, fellas.
Now, in terms of a heavyweight title fight, that was a first-round knockout. It was beautiful. Nicky didn't even let Frankie off the ropes. Stevie even started calling him Nicky Balboa, the Italian stallion after that. <laughs> he couldn't believe it. He said he ain't never seen the old man lay into Frankie that way before, ever. I think he's finally starting to wise up to it. But I was a little upset that he didn't press him about not knowing it was my stop. There wasn't no misunderstanding. Frankie knew what he was doing. But whatever. I'm just glad the old man ruled in my favor and that things can get back to normal. All right. That smells pretty good. What do you got going on over there? Something new I thought I'd try. It's a recipe Marie gave me the other day. Veal scallopini. Oh, I see. It's one of them Carmine the guinea pig nights, huh? Hey, you better watch it over there. Or it's gonna be Carmine make your own damn food night, too. <laughs> I love you too, dear. I'll get it. Hello? Oh, hey, Joey. Yeah, he's right here. Hey, tell Marie I'm trying out a veal scallopini recipe tonight. I'll call her tomorrow and let her know how it went. <laughs> yeah, thanks, me too. <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you later, Joey. Hey. Do yourself a favor and throw that recipe out the window. I've been dealing with that crap for ten years now. <laughs> Actually, it don't smell too bad. Ah, well, maybe I'll send Marie over there to have Celeste show her how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might have to. <laughs> Anyways, I got this guy lined up for the double doors tonight, and I need your help. You good? Yeah, of course. That sounds like fun. Good. I'm having this guy pick me up, and I'm going to take him to Gino's bar, so meet there around 8, all right? That works. I'll see you then. Yeah, see you later. What was that about? You going somewhere? Not till 8. I got to meet Joey for a thing. You almost done there, chef? Yeah, almost. Why don't you go wash up? It should be ready when you get back. The Double Doors. This was one of the first scams me and Joey would pull together, and the one that first caught the attention of Stevie when we were just starting out. It's pretty simple. You find a sucker who's looking to buy a whole bunch of something real cheap. Then you tell the guy you know somebody who can hook him up. You set up a meeting, get the money from him, and then you're in one door and out the other. Easy money. Sometimes the guy gets cold feet and walks away before handing over his money. But Joey's got this down to a science, so it hardly ever ends that way. And unlike robbing a bank or breaking into a place, the cops are almost never involved. Most of these suckers got their own problems with the cops, so they don't want to bring them into it. So it's practically foolproof. Like I said, easy money. Alright, we're almost there. Hang a left right here. Now, Chuck, this guy only deals with me, all right? So if you try to get involved, this thing is done. He'll walk away out of here just like that. Understand? Yeah, yeah, all right. But uh, I don't know about this. Am I going to be able to see this stuff beforehand? I don't know what you mean, beforehand. Before what? Before you pay for it? This guy ain't no charity case, Chuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I get that. I'm not asking for it for free. Then what are you asking for? This is a lot of money here to just hand over to some guy you know without actually seeing the TVs. Now make a right right here. Chuck, don't worry about it. I've been doing business with this guy for 15 years, and I've never gotten one complaint, all right? I mean, 
Where else are you gonna get stuff like this for this cheap? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. You're right. Of course I'm right. I got a business myself, Chuck. I know how it is. I rely on the repeat customer, you know? I'm gonna do everything in my power to get you to come back after this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear ya. I know how it is. All right. Good. Uh, make a left right here. We gotta pull in the back. Uh, all right, there's my guy. And your stuff is probably right over there in that truck. Pull over there. Good. Now I'm gonna go talk to my guy and make sure everything is squared away. What? What are you looking at me like that for? Chuck, he ain't no charity case, remember? The money, Chuck, the money! Oh, right, right. Perfect. Now just hang tight. I'll be right back once I get the okay from my guy. Okay. But I'd really like to go out with you while you make the deal. Chuck, this guy don't want to deal with you, all right? It's nothing personal. He's like that with everyone. Do you want to blow this whole thing up? No. no. Well, that's what's going to happen if you get out of the car before it's done. Now sit here. Don't move until I come back, all right? Okay. All right. Good. Trust me, Chuck. Once you see this stuff, you'll be back here tomorrow. I guarantee it. Yeah, you'll be here tomorrow. Still waiting for me to come up. Are we all set? Yeah, we just gotta sell it for another minute or two to this guy. Uh, maybe raise your arm over there a little. I'll point over there. Okay, now look through the stuff. Now look happy. See, that's great, Carm. You should smile more often. <laughs> Is this really necessary? I just want to make sure he's getting his money's worth, that's all. All right, you head in, and I'm going to yell to him. All right. We're almost done. What? We're almost done. I got to run in and get some paperwork, all right? Hang tight for a minute. I'll be right back. All set? Yeah, let's get out of here. This is for you, Gino. I didn't see or hear nothing, fellas. You're a beautiful man, Gino. A beautiful man. <laughs> we ended up taking 15 grand from this guy. Not too bad for a night's work. And it all comes down to one thing. Greed. This guy was so greedy, he'd let this happen to himself. All he could think about was all the money he was going to make from buying this stuff so cheap. But in the end, he got nothing. Just like what was in that truck. Keep listening for a preview of the next episode. This thing of ours stars... Joe Rodriguez as Carmine Santarelli, David Collins Rivera as Joey Eight Ball Scarfiti, Joe Stofko as Nikki the Old Man Roselli, David Fontenot as Frankie Nose Gallo, Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Celeste Santarelli, Brad Smith as Chuck Cantino, Scott Spaulding as Stevie Cakes DeMeo, and announcing done by Ben Blankenship. Next time on the season finale of This Thing of Ours. Ho, 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 everybody! 
Merry Christmas! But old Santa Claus is here! Gather round, all you boys and girls. It's the most wonderful time of year, right? It all depends on what you got in that big bag of yours. <laughs> he wants to meet you at their bar? I don't know about that. That don't sound too good to me. Originally, they said they wanted to meet at one of their guys' houses. I told them there was no way that was gonna happen. I wanted a public place. So they said fence. You're freaking kidding me? I do all this work, and you're gonna bleed me dry on this one? Hey, Joey. No way, Dom. Hey, Sorry. Hey, Joey. Hey. Can't do it. Hey, this ain't up for discussion. This Thing of Ours is a production of Decorated Air Theater. Copyright 2011. Visit decoratedair.com for complete show details. Tamlin, P.I. Not your mother's private eye. Noir meets vampires, shapeshifters, and many more. Guns, swords, danger, adventure, suspense, and comedy await you. All in Seattle, as no one has seen it before. Tamlin, P.I. at www.gypsyaudio.org Fifteen years ago, the world broke apart. As inherited out of the dark history Whoa, 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 hey, hey, Bobby, Bobby, what's going on? Bobby? Bobby! From the ashes, we have learned to live again. Well, this is a wild garden. Herbs, medicinals. And that? This is a mushroom log. Uh, Huh? But now, a new shadow is rising. The time has come, my wolves! Time for us to rise up against the forces... Of impotence <laughs> and corruption! <laughs> What's happening, Joe? Quiet, Zeke. Everyone stay calm. We can get to the train. It's only about a hundred yards past this corner. Too late! For God's sakes, calm down! The future of this fallen world is in the hands of two youths and one broken old soldier. And their time is running out. I'll tell you everything, but please, you've got to start by trusting. Do you trust me? No. No way. <laughs> Listen to The Cleansed Season 1, an epic audio podcast with free downloads each week at thecleansed.com. Each episode features a new chapter with cinematic sound design, a cast of 30, original cover art, and original music. Post-apocalyptic adventure awaits you at thecleansed.com. The Lord says fight! The Lord says fight! Because the Lord is right! Welcome, my children, to Corinth. Barney. And we're inviting you to Billy and Barney's Booze Hound Bar, arf, arf. where we never treat you, ruff, ruff. and we always raise the roof, roof. And there's always something happening every night, right, Billy? I'm Barney. You said it. Tuesday is ladies' night. All ladies are half price, and we got plenty of ladies in stock for you to choose from. Ask about our over 60 special. Wednesday is drink till you fall down night. The last person standing gets to pay the bar tab. Plus tips. Thursday is topless night, where our one and only waitress, Roxanne, will doff her tea for thee. Then we all gather around to read her tattoos. On the right, honk if you love silicone. And on the left, if you can read this, you're too dang close. Friday is free for all night, where for the first ten minutes all drinks are free. Every ten minutes after that, we jack up the price two dollars. By 10 p.m., you're paying $34 a glass, but you won't care. 
So come by Billy and Barney's Booze Hound Bar. Look for the Neon Bassett. I'm Barney. And he's Billy. Saying thanks for getting tanked with us. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.